0: Guys, the Sly Guy podcast has a Patreon. And on our Patreon, we have weekly guest episodes, we have weekly bonus episodes, we have early access to this podcast, and we have reams of other things. So if you want to support the podcast and see all the behind the scene footage, look at stuff with, with me in it and guests and other things, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast and subscribe for as little as two point a month to help me help you and do you help me, vice versa. I am less than two weeks away from my biggest ever show at the Ulster Hall, Bits and Pieces. And there are tickets available via the link in the description of the video. Um, I'm not doing another show next year, I don't think, definitely not a big one, but I'm. I'm uh, this will be the last time you would see me in a big room, for a while anyway. For the foreseeable, you know, until I decide I'm ready to do it again. So, if guys if you want to come, I love it. I love you to be there. It'll be a great time. Get your tickets now and I'll see you there. And before I go to the Ulster Hall, I'm going on a series of little mini work in progress shows. I'm going to be in Macrofelt, I'm going to be in Antrim, which was actually last night, so you've missed it. I'm going to be in banger I'm going to be in Newry, I'm going to be in Dairy. So if you want to go to any of those little towns, you want to see me there in the work in progress shows, check the link in the description as well and come and see me there. The Slag Eye Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. That's right, the OG sponsor of the podcast from day one. Modest Beer have been here and if you want to know more about Modest Beer, then know that they've been here and you want to buy their gear, head on over to www.modestbeer.co.uk where you can buy their merch or their beer which is kind of like their merch anyway and if you want to just support them and follow them on social media see where they do some beer tasting nights some things along those lines see where stocks modest beer follow them on instagram facebook or twitter at modest beer guys this week's episode is a guest episode we have um, one of my one, one of my favorite local comedians and one of my best friends in the local comedy scene, William Thompson. This week's episode, it's probably a little bit different than usual. It's a uh, it's a bit of a, a, a Bounce heavy episode. So if you're in the mood to like listen to like people being miserable and stuff, this is the podcast for you. If not, maybe give it a miss. But hey, I'm just here to say that's an option that you have. Either way. Listen or not, it is what it is. I wish you well, and enjoy your week. Enjoy the show.
1: I'm the slack guy. P. Diddy has cornered the funeral song market. And what do you mean by that? By, like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, a mother that's died young or a smick has just ploughed his car into a fucking field. Okay you're going to hear every step I take, every funeral. He's cornered that and you bucket. know he's lying in his bed ripping the dick off himself for seven hours over that? 100%. Sting. Any- Just <laughs> fucking absolutely <laughs> ringing it out. Any, if a head of state dies mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're going to have like a memorial concert, yeah. P Diddy's there. He's on stage. He's yeah. like, put your hands in the air if you miss Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Every step
0: I take. He's there. Yeah, RIP President Dabe. Abe, <laughs> Whatever he's called. The Japanese guy. RIP.
1: Put yeah. your lighters yeah. in the sky for what do you mean? <laughs> Every
0: step I take. Do you know who's coming soon? To Who? To dead. <laughs> the Queen. Who's coming soon? To dead? <laughs> yeah. The Queen is coming soon to dead. So I think Paul Denny should be on them? invited just, I think the, the Queen yeah. should have Paul Diddy invited to her funeral. Paul Diddy? That's his real name. P That's stands for Paul. Patrick Diddy. Patrick Diddy. I mean, I bet you there's a guy in, like, fucking a hoggle somewhere called Patrick Diddy. I had Patrick Diddy over there. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking
1: get P Diddy for sure. P Diddy did the the concert for Diana. Remember they did that in, like, 07? And what was he? he, he, didn't, he did he have that song then? He did... In 2007. But she didn't I mean, die in 2007. I know. the guy in 97. I know, but the, the concert was like 10 year anniversary. The concert for Diana. Well, oh, I bet you that was a smash. It was weird. They had like cultural. It was a bit of a car crash or yeah, an event. Yeah, They had like, they had, you know, you know who was big at the time. But also classic, her favourite. Yeah, Sholama. Diana's favourite <laughs> artist. So you had like Shakira fucking grinding on way classic
0: So, so who, oh, who, who was her favourite? So you're trying to tell me now the P Diddy was Diana's favourite. So, so you forget that that song, yes, it came out
1: when Biggie died. Yes. She died not... I thought sh- he just broke his neck. Biggie?
0: What, Biggie? Biggie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's the wrong podcast.
1: <laughs> Are you ready? Um, yeah, for fans of Sly Guy, Biggie Langston's yeah. still out. So that song came out when Notorious B.I.G. was shot dead. Yes. You forget Diana died maybe a couple of weeks, a month after. So... P. Diddy not only brought that, like he did well right. off Big Dan, but then Diana died. So yeah. he had this tribute, your yeah. mate's dead song that, ready to go. It's
0: it, see if you write a song, it's like, what's that film um, based on? It's like fucking the Christmas film where your man does a song, Love Actually or something like that. One of I those feel it in my yeah. it's like, if you write a Christmas hit, yeah. you're set for life. If yeah. you write a death song, oh.
1: Yeah. What, what else ready? is a go-to funeral song? Because we've got, P, you know, P. Diddy will be missing you.
0: Well, candle in the wind, they love that. Elton John popped that for Diana. But okay, then yeah, the original was for uh, Marilyn Monroe, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, goodbye, And he, he, and he, just, re- Jean. And he just changed it to yeah. goodbye, English
0: <laughs> rose. Yeah. I know, it's like, what a rip-off guy. Like, he's doing a parody of his own song.
1: To be like, fuck, we love you, Dan. I'll say that, though. It's a yeah. banger. Oh, Seems nice. me. Like he li- and he's dressed like a fool cunt. Yeah. He's got, like, the powdered wig you and the moon on. He looks like a female community worker
0: from the Shankle, just sitting on his wee piano there, going, fucking Dan, <laughs> I love you. you know, he's like a wee wig. on, fucking, <laughs> He's a want, John, yeah. Elton John. <laughs> in the Christmas. Oh, here, have you seen... Oh, my God, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen... You know... The guy who does like one man show, he does Farmer Michael.
1: Yeah, what's
0: his, his name, Steve-o, Steve-o Steve O'Steve? Timothy. Timothy. Steve, why, why am I? Steve, a- oh, no, uh, <laughs> but he did a parody of Elton John singing at that thing. Do you at see the, it? The pandemic. Oh thing? my god, one of the best sketches I've ever seen. Because why is Elton John singing like that? I'm saying
1: because he's like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's like why is he why why's he done it unless he's just at his gaff and Beckham phoned him and he's blitzed and Furnish is like don't do it don't do it and he's like fuck you David Get us <laughs> fucking piano where's the piano Miguel because that's just the weekend guy that works service in his house Miguel bring us the piano he goes <laughs> Ian Furnish is like, you can't sing Elton, Do you'll scunder us. And he's, and he's like, like, fuck up, we God. got
1: divorced last year. Here we they go.
0: here we go. And he starts playing and he's like, he's playing quite nicely. Maybe I'll be able to sing. <laughs> and he's fucking
1: next. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> got divorced yeah. though, him and David? No, they haven't. Yeah, they did, years no, ago. No, they didn't. Years ago. Furnish and Elton are together as fuck. No, they're not. Because yes, they are. Elton John's talking to his man again. And she didn't speak to her. No, hold on. David.
0: hold on, El- hold uh, on. If, if you're telling me now Elton John and David Furnish are divorced, i about it. two years ago, man. I don't think. I think this is fake news. Nope. David Furnish, hold on.
1: Yeah, they're still married. No, they're not. They are. Let me see. Yeah. Look up Elton John divorce. I could swear they broke up.
0: They broke up, but then they got back together again. So they? There you go. Yeah. They, Sorry, myth. They Sorry. reconciled. And I was
1: certain they'd broken up and they were they were done.
0: No, hold on. Um, two thousand. No, they're just. They're just sweet. That's what happened because they they did. They were together and then obviously, you know, quite rightly, yeah. they weren't allowed to get married because it's Adam and Eve, not
1: Adam and Steve. Yeah. And then they got around that. Do you remember weird, that weird... It's always that, like... Now it's so used to gay people. Like, it's always yeah. weird that people are against it, in my eyes.
0: Yeah, it's weird that... I mean, it's weird that that's the battle, you know? At the end of the day, if you... Do, like, obviously, we joke about that. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not a homophobic guy. He is. He hates gay people. But my point being... He sucks the out of spite. Yeah, but listen, and I, but I do it well. But yeah. the point is, is that people give off about it and it's not their problem. It's like, why do they care? It's yeah. nothing to do to you. Like, seeing the DP, you're all like, fucking anti gay yeah. art. It's like, you're not getting invited. You can see
1: that, like, even even the sheer process of taking it up the arse is mm-hmm. that they're like, why would you do that? I'm like, if you ever had something put in your ass, It's amazing. I tell you what, there's, I have,
0: on, on occasion, really needed a shit and when I get that out, the relief. Yeah. So I imagine a big cock on the way out. Amazing. As it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. You have you had something in your butt and come yeah, out yeah, again? it's class. What is it? A penis or a not? Never a penis, but other. You, can you stop rocking that chair.
1: It's making so much noise. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You're, it's okay. I'm like an, I'm like an old you're prospector. Back fucking, in my day, we used to get fucked in the ass by everybody. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. You put stuff up your butt. It's
0: class. I've not it. up my butt yet. It's class. Not it. Not my butt
1: yet. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. you we'll on you're a frigid. If you don't go with the house, you're a weird.
0: I'm gonna try and put something on my horse here real quick.
1: cold You just hold the fork till I okay. see if I can if I can
0: fucking put something on my horse a bit more. All right. Here we go. I'm just trying to focus in here to put stuff up my horse. Okay. Um, oh well,
1: you got all of that up. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And <laughs> it, it is a relief. Yeah. That Absolutely. was a full six pack of spread. It's it. a relief. Not individually. Just no, no. The full, I
0: put the full six pack up, yeah. and I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the thing. I I don't. Like, there's certain like there's certain things sexually other people are into that I'm. Personally, not. You know what I mean? And I think that's fine. Like I'll try anything. Paddling, like getting your whole paddle. I wouldn't fancy. Nice. Like, haven't had that. That's good. And does it not I'm me? into anything that's like sort of rough, sort of sore. Right. Okay. So do you like scrap, being scrapped and all. Yep. I don't like that. I enjoy it. I like. I like simple hand job, a beach,
1: sex. Yeah, it's like even a little f- guys over. <laughs> Even in a fight, if I get punched in the head, I enjoy yeah. that feeling a little bit. Like in a sexual way? No, no, no. But like, say, it's weird trying to swing
0: a dick at somebody while you're fucking, <laughs> your fucking dick's just flopping like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, the yeah, mid fight and like yeah. two people thinking, oh, like, oh, "Why has he got a root?" Hit me again, you fucking bastard! <laughs> you oh, you're like, yeah. oh, what are you doing? Uh, it was all about like a P Diddy song right thing. Do you ever <laughs> do you do you? I know that's what a return. What a what return! Of, I, I, before I forget, do you love finding out the meaning of songs?
0: Oh. I was going to say more than anything in the world, but that's a lie. But yes, I do enjoy it. Yeah. I do enjoy there it. So,
1: songs like you look back at the meaning and it's either that's mental or it's like you wouldn't think that? Yeah, like any Beatles song
0: is just about being oh. off your tits on gear. Hey Jude's a good one. Yeah, Hey Jude is a nice song, but that's about his John Lennon's no. kid, Julian, yeah. no?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. But it's not written by John. That's the weird thing. No, it's written by Paul. It's written by Paul. Yeah. It's like, what's this wee song you've written? Yeah. yeah it's about how much of a decade you are to your son. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can, can you imagine? There, I've written a song yeah. for your wheelers. And
0: he's like, can I please hear your song there, please, Paul? And he's like, I've what? written it for your son. What's it called, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm
1: in the Beatles. This is Paul and oh, John, yeah. the host of the Drive Time yeah. Radio Show. Tell me about I've it. I've written a song for your wheelers. Okay. and I'll It's b- about how you don't fucking speak to the pastors. Oh! Monsters. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> he's turning the zippy throw <laughs> well, in your <laughs>
0: But yeah, like, uh, that's a weird thing when people do that. One of my favourite yeah. songwriting stories ever that made me... You know Dio? I do know Dio. So Dio was in... He sounds like
1: a UDA paramilitary, yeah. but he is the <laughs> singer of Black Sabbath.
0: But Dio, yeah, was in Black Sabbath. And obviously Ozzy took a break. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Ozzy died. I thought he got sacked. Well, cause yes. Because they were like, oh, he's very drugged up. Yes, he, he took a break to, to, let's just say, get his head straight. And then they got Dio in, and then they were like, so Ozzy would write a lot of these songs. Do you like to write songs? He was like, yeah, do. And he went away and he'd write these songs. And then they were like, uh, you know, you're a good singer, and all Dio will like a draft, but can you stop with like the sorcery and fucking wizards and shit? And yeah. he was like, yeah sweet yeah. and they're like oh, and then another song yeah. come and be like again you're talking Cause about all the songs, you're like, in the castle in the hill in yeah. the magical
1: land Avania. and you're like can you just <laughs> okay. write a love song <laughs> the magical princess unicorn comes down from <laughs> up above
0: and then they're like well I'm okay like well if you don't do that I'm gonna have a problem he's like sweet they sack him he forms his own band Dio. and then it's like just writing all this was like, we're off to the witch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like what yeah. Yeah. and the wizard spell
1: came down to them <laughs> yeah. It's a <laughs> rainbow in the dark. Like, <laughs> that's okay, a fucking. Oh, it it they
0: was, they was Brilliant. In the dark. <laughs> but it's like, like what? Like, it's just different bands don't matter. Like, yeah. that's one thing I loved recently. I watched the Woodstock '99 documentary, which I talked about at length last week, but. I love the fact that Limp Biscuit is just back to being the original Limp Biscuit lineup. Now, yeah. I love
1: that because like, yeah. a lot of people were like, they're shit. It's just one of those but days. But they're great. What do you think
0: of Limp Biscuit? Because
1: you, you wouldn't have them. had them in I there. I have a friend who really likes them and I like some of their songs. I personally hate them. Why I me? Mean? I don't. I think Fred Durst is one of the worst things you'll ever yeah. hear. I like the band. Yeah. I like the band. It's when he does that shit rap and he does yeah. even in like rolling all oh, the ladies and the fellas and the people who don't give a fuck. And you're like,
0: <laughs> oh my God. But one of the best lyrics of all time. And, and again, I think I said it last week was the line, and it's so true, you can't even argue it. He goes, <laughs> um, hey kids, take my advice. You don't want to step into a big pile of shit. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Nobody wants no, you to step into a big pile of shit even at all.
1: It's just like... Do you know when you're a teenager and you're right, like, you listen to angsty music and you're 15, you're like, this guy gets me and then you get older and you're like, yeah, he's
0: 38. But you know what? I also think there's a bit of music that it doesn't matter about what they, because, like, sometimes you can be like, like, I've been through the phase. I think we all do. When you get to this age, you go through the phase going, I'm keen to know what they're saying in the song and how it (laughs) pertains to my
1: life. You're sitting in the car, you know, 90 mile an hour sitting like this.
0: Yeah. You're like, what exactly is Max Cavalera trying to tell me when he's singing Roots Bloody Roots? He's the, that's what the beat and it's like, no fuck, it's just bangs. You know, some songs just bang. Like Chili Peppers
1: are a great example of that of the songs just bang. Of I don't have a fucking clue what Anthony Kiedis is saying. Yeah. And their, their new song Black Summer and he cool. just has a lyric where it goes Platypus <laughs> off you, <Yes>. the secret <laughs> life of June, and I'm yeah. like, what
0: <laughs> fuck are you talking about? It's called. Here. Like, <laughs> like there's a thong. He goes when things are beautiful around
1: the world. Yeah. Bong,
0: ding, dong, dong, what? Tang, yeah. It's like sorry. Yeah. What do I you know, do? <laughs> I know for sure. Yeah.
1: Ding 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 dong, ding ding dong, ding, dong, ding, ding You're like, hold on, what are you doing? In <laughs> California, she was born in the state of Mississippi. Her papa was a rocker and her mama was happy. In yeah. Alabama, she was bringing home <laughs> And you're <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. But at the same time. Oh. The melody, his melodies yeah. are amazing. Even the Zephyr song. Yeah. That's my... If it's a sunny day and you're out in the yeah. car and you're going somewhere, I will play the fucking Fly Away it's, it's on my Zephyr. And Danny oh, California is, what about. is great a great song.
0: song. But see the, see the wee uh, Freshante solo in it? Oh, uh, love that. I love the Chili Peppers. Either, But brilliant. again, if you were to... Like, if you're a music student, you're like, mm, it's,
1: it's weird. Like, the, the words are weird. But I think... What they're so good about is because you've got Frashanti who studied a lot of musical theory and he is very, very... He scrutinizes a lot of songwriting and tries to bring in these different waves of musical theory so that sounds good. But you have Anthony who just listens to it and he goes with the emotional side of it. And he doesn't... He can't read music. I think he can play yeah. bass,
0: yeah, but he can't really play anything. But Chad and Flea, what what a rhythm section oh. they are! They're fucking brilliant. Flea's amazing. Oh, and like he just says, I just basically he's like I haven't learned yeah. how to play. I just sort of play quite funky. And yeah. just me and Chad just go into a room together and just jam out. Yeah. and Chad's just like any middle <laughs> fifty year old dad. Just and Flea's just the the fucking. Chad, if you gave a golden concert. retriever drumsticks? Oh, but he's so good as well. And yeah. like, have you seen on? was it Saturday Night Live or somewhere else where he did a drum off of Will Ferrell who looks exactly like yes. him yes
1: have you ever brilliant. seen when the, the Chili Peppers did it was Under the Bridge first came out I think I'll say about 94 I yeah. could be wrong I don't know if it's before I was born Leave Me Alone but <laughs> it's when Never's Ending been campers before it's born She's before they they made Leave Me Alone, me alone. Um, but it was when Shante just before he first left the band yeah. and he wasn't getting all bikinis big
0: heroin guy wasn't he
1: and he's mm-hmm. deliberately fucking up yeah. Playing under the bridge, but even when he's fucking it up, yeah, it's, it, sounds it sounds amazing. Good, yeah. But at the end of it he's like playing out it like out of time and all, and uh-huh. you just see as the song ends, Keatus just fucking stirs at him yeah. and then the camera cuts away.
0: But then didn't they get that that other equally normal guy, um oh, what's he called? Dave then? Navarro. Dave Navarro. <laughs> From Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction. Yeah, but he um <laughs> have you heard of him recently? Like he's a, there are guys that exist that are sex guys. Sex guy. Dave Navarro is a sex guy. Like, he will <laughs> just go around doing weird sex stuff. Yeah. I was listening to him on a, on a podcast, a comedy podcast about a year ago, and he's talking about, like, h- hanging himself off hooks, his skin, like, just off the wall. He's like, there's nothing more enjoyable than, like, hooking, like, proper meat
1: hooks <laughs> through his skin. I was like, it's... He's like, he's a shank and a butcher shit. So yeah,
0: but I mean, being a shank... He looks like a guy of.
1: who never covers his nipples, no matter yeah, and where you he knows.
0: And he also, he doesn't care. And an entry point to human body... Is he, all good for him? Win. He's just that sexual.
1: What's the album they did with Navarro called?
0: Oh, I can't remember. One hot minute, but yeah, was that the one they had airplane and that? Yeah, Um my friends. Yeah, they were good songs. And As love Rollercoaster. was one shit album. <laughs> I know, but, but also love roller coaster. One of my, I think was like song. I know the song. Don't like I bought. It. I just loved it.
1: I like yeah. airplane yeah that's the I go you yeah fan and music is no. my aeroplane is so, my so, friends are sweet aeroplane. and some are jelly music is my yellow belly yes but
0: that's how <laughs> that's how the Beatles wrote some of their songs just nonsense just they made nonsense and then put the but words but they would it.
1: do that because they knew yeah people were just like just put like just trawling through songs trying to find yeah. meaning in complete nonsense. Yeah. So they were like, "Let's just write a song about an octopus's yeah. garden." Yeah. And let's write a song about a yellow submarine. The kids yeah. love that one. And my kids. We absolutely absolutely be love the Russian Beatles, yellow submarine. Yeah. But, it's,
0: but it is fucking. It's. It's. Good. And that's the thing. I think like, music is one of those things you hear it, and you associate and it can, it's so evocative of emotion yeah. that it can take you back to a place in time yeah. you can like it. And yes, the words might mean yeah. something to you but then also it just might you like Like I can listen to Boom by POD and instantly want yeah. to just lift weights like any time yeah. I want to train. This is why what I try hell?
1: when I approach any form I sound like such a wanker but any form of art mm. I try not to get theoretical about it. Yeah. I can just go do I like it? Does but, it bring something out of me or not? Yeah. It's like because I'm such a big Oasis fan and I yeah. have friends who are like in the musical theater you know, but it's so simple and easy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, it makes me feel good. Yeah. Radiohead may have a great album or yeah. it's them fucking No alarms and no surprises yeah. Tommy go, like, Oh, we got a song and it's yeah. 18 songs
0: of just cheese graters. Yeah, but that's wank too. That's wanky. Like, ultimately, um, music... And I like
1: Radiohead, but I hate
0: Radiohead fans. I I, I agree with that sentiment entirely because some people be like, if you're a fan of a certain band, people will be like, well, you don't like them. I'm like...
1: I do. I'm just not yeah. so into their shit stuff yeah. that you are, yeah. but I still like it. I mean, i may have a big poster of Tom York's melting face on the yeah, but I still like it. Doesn't Tom York look like you he held a lighter too close to an action figure?
0: Yes, he's he's not a handsome guy. He's not <laughs> he's not in a good way. Like, but then he's apparently such a shit guy. He's a wanker, like a total wanker.
1: And he's I mean, like Nick Cave. I love his music, yeah. but every time you hear him speak, and he's like, hey, mm. the Trump presidency was like a. Rose burning in a fire and you're like yeah, Shut Fuck up. Fuck up, you Dracula looking <laughs> motherfucker. Up. Yeah. You Australian cunt but you speak yeah. like you're in a castle in the eighteenth century. Yeah,
0: I just I just think like anyone can like any type of music. It's also yeah. like comedy. You know, people are like, who are your favourite comedian? It's like I can like like T.J. Miller, and I can like uh, fucking yeah. a bit of Bill Hicks. I can, I can meet in the middle. Some you know of my I mean? favorite
1: comedians really shock people.
0: Like, Cat Williams is probably my top five. I'm doing a... If I'm doing Fuck, a... Fuck, he's burning. Oh, he's a genius. He's I'm a bit...
1: His last few haven't been great. But but that... Yeah. When he was oh,
0: prime. The Pimp Chronicles? Sorry. It's just... Kevin Chronicles yeah. is
1: one of my top three specials oh, ever. Oh,
0: absolutely. And I just think, like, you can <laughs> like... Because, I mean... Fuck Mackle. What do I have in common with Cat Williams? Nothing. Yeah, but. His comedy makes me laugh because he's fucking hilarious and you can imagine yourself in that style. He's
1: one of those guys, he was in a lot of shit movies. Yeah. But he's great in them. Yes. I can't remember, I think he's in like date movie or something where his son goes to see him in jail and his wife has a little white baby.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he's just... I, he's I, like, I, it's a date
0: movie or something else. I definitely who, recognize who's my that. Whose white baby
1: is that? Yeah. That baby is not light-skinned. That baby is rice skinned yeah. That baby has a credit score rating of 4.0 as an infant. His his glass is certainly on for yeah. an infant. I've never seen a baby with that kind of prescription. It's <laughs> fuck it he just goes on and, on and on. But
0: he is he is so good. And again I think because he's so I guess tailored to one specific audience yeah. that maybe we just don't see him that much. But he is fucking genius. Oh he's a And then there are other people like I I don't mind Gerald Carmichael. I don't. But I heard him on Mark Maron's podcast and I was like, man, fuck up. You know, fuck up. Just be funny and fuck got- up and stop being so Okay. you know
1: this is one thing I was getting into that too but I, you need to start taking yourself so seriously yeah because be like we have something to say Wait, let's just be silly maybe yeah. if you if you have something silly to say and you arrive at a good point yes do it but I think but that's, the point yeah. should not be
0: mm-hmm. first because then it's, then it's just <laughs> a spoken word show it's poetry yeah. which is fine you can yeah. do that and it's the thing I don't necessarily love Mark Marin as a stand-up yeah. I love loves podcast I think his podcast is fucking brilliant I think he's one of the Did best Did you ever hear the one with Gallagher I heard that they had a full fight on it and he just it's <laughs> a <the> face off
1: <laughs> the last 10 minutes and it's Gallagher shitting on everyone and he hates yeah. all this comedy and he goes these comedians they couldn't play a state fair and Maren's had nothing he's like who the fuck wants to play a state fair <laughs> everybody <laughs> and i say that yeah daily someone's like why the fuck who the fuck wants to go there yeah.
0: everybody does hear my mark Byron impression
1: yeah huh.
0: <laughs> every episode someone will say something that he doesn't fully like agree with you go huh,
1: hmm. huh. huh. i weirdly actually hey that episode yeah i do a good gallagher yeah but that was everybody good. should <laughs> listen to me but i've been doing this 40
0: years but then he's another one it's like needs the emotion of it. And yeah. it works for people. But for yeah. me, I I like to do stand-up that I think's funny and talk about stuff that I would like to hear about. And I that's kind of it. I you think know, like, when
1: I'm best is when I'm writing mm-hmm. something I'm insecure about. Yeah. And I'm very insecure about a lot of things. Yeah. And that's when I write my, my, my best material. Yeah. Because it's
0: relatable too. But you know what too? Do you ever find it? Like I had a gig on Saturday and I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the room, I didn't like, I was like, I just don't, you know, I wasn't feeling it. And I think I've learned that I do like, I like to perform in in like a certain vibe, you know, and I like people to listen. I don't like the whole fucking wild audience shouting stupid stuff that you can't even.
1: I can, I can do
0: it. I don't like it. No, but that's the thing, you can do it, but I only think I can do it if I want to do it. If I don't want to do it, I just can't be fucking arsed to do it. It's and it's, <laughs> and it's a pro like, and I should be able to just go but then you know what? Sometimes I get it in my head, it's like, hold on. I don't need to take this fucking shit. It doesn't matter if I'm doing a performance. If it was any other performance, yeah. you would not be expected to finish if you didn't feel happy up there. Yeah.
1: I, I get it I mean? and I respect that. Yeah. I approach it differently because I get annoyed. Yeah. But I take my annoyance of like, nah, I'm not letting this drunk fucker mm-hmm. be louder and funnier than me and i'll i'll take control of, like I'm, yeah. to me i'm like i want to take control of this room but then you know what But that's, I, I get it I, yeah like, part of me feels frustrated this this country i mean keezy we're talking about this we have a lot of comedy nights mm-hmm. there's very few established clubs yeah where it's comedy audience and like you yeah. can go and you can take a new bit yeah if i do five gigs in a week there's two of those places i can really workshop yeah. bits
0: yeah and that's it and and I think my problem is too So in some places I will no matter what go if I want to work a new bit I'll put it in whether I eat shit or not I don't give a fuck I'll do it and then that's not maybe the best environment to be trying new bits but I'm so stubborn I'll be like I'm doing it anyway and if it dies it dies and then it's like the Ivan Drago of comedy here yeah I know if it dies it dies but that's and I just like that last gig I did was like I just knew people were just hammered they'd not been to comedy before they couldn't give a fuck they weren't they weren't gonna like me. Yeah. And there's nothing I could have done. As much as I, I am what,
1: from that place and I love that yeah. place, I do not gig in that
0: place. Yeah. But I think well I reason. mean I've done two and they've been the two worst gigs of my life. I so. have
1: done a lot and yeah. they never are gigs. They yeah. are me giving out abuse. And yeah. this thing, on podcast, because I'm younger than everyone else, I tend mm-hmm. to be I'm loud in volume, but quite yes. quiet. Yes. People don't realise how good at giving shit I am. Yeah. But that's <laughs> that's you like know, my biggest Yeah, but I, you know what, and
0: this is the difference too, sometimes I'm like, you know what, and this is a problem I have too, is like, if I'm like, you know what, I'm away from my fucking wife and kids here, I don't need to take this shit, fuck that, you know, and it's like, if you don't want to listen to me, I'm not going to fucking sit here, I don't care if you like me, or I don't, you're not going to be a fan of me, Mm -hmm. I don't care, there are people out there that like what I do and want to hear it, and that's, yeah. What I'm here to do. But it's like, there's it one I, of those games you
1: set off there, and you're like, why did I make the life choices yeah, that have put yeah, me? Yeah, you know, on but then the right on now? the other
0: side of that, you're like, fuck, there's, there's a grocery shop for like, you know what I mean? And that's the problem that I have at the minute. That I'm, I think, once I move forward through doing Ulster Hall and finishing that run. I'm not going to just be doing every
1: gig anymore. Uh, I'm yeah. just are, you, gonna, no, are you done with stand-up or is it going to be like no, I'm done, a hobby?
0: I'm, no, no, it's going to still be job, but I'm will not. i not going to be under the, the deal of that I have to take every gig. Yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore because I don't have to. Like, I'm not going to be doing another R show next year, I don't think. If something comes up and I'm like, fuck, this works, and yeah. I want to do it, I'll do a show. I will do an R show in Bangor. Yeah. It might be a big show, but I will do it in Bangor. And that's as far as we'll do next year. But as I, far as Ulster Halls, I'm, this is me done.
1: Yeah, I'm going the complete opposite way of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I felt like every time I do an hour, yeah. I've scraped an hour. Like I've just yeah. got an R, and there's some bits in I don't like, but it yeah. makes an R. I think this year I'm going to try and aim to make an hour and a half of good stuff. Yeah. So there's half an hour I need to cut. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's, that, what, that's what I'm at. aiming yeah. for. And then I think instead of recording my hour...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I might... I I was thinking about this, actually. I might just try and get a few other comics where we all... Like, three or two others, and we just record half an hour each in a small sort of setting and clip that.
0: Well, you know what? If you're open, that I would be keen to do that. Yeah. Because I was thinking of filming my old bits that I haven't filmed.
1: That's what I want to do. And
0: just having them. But at the same time with this show, I do really think this is a good show. I'm excited to do the show. And what I found in process-wise that I love is to do work-in-progress shows and have the show worked. So it's not just the bits. Yeah. I like to have the whole thing to try to segue into each other. Yeah, and well, like, I do do that. You know, yeah. I, I like that, but I like the work-in-progress. I like the process of doing the show. I'm excited about doing the work-in-progress and doing the mm-hmm. show. But the, like, I think a problem that I've had that I think is similar to you and you've said is that sometimes you feel like you, you can see you or me, we gig so much, you can see us kind of Just in a bar randomly in the fucking middle of nowhere for fiver. Why would someone come and see your big show? You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to step back a bit and And be in less things.
1: But it's different. Mm -hmm. You're getting my, if you come see me for in a random open mic club or whatever, you're basically seeing me fuck about. Yeah. Which can, but sometimes it's it's watching a comic who doesn't not not give a shit. Yeah. But there's very little on the line there. Uh And you're just trying it out for 10 minutes. Yeah. That stuff I think is what gets you really comfortable on stage mm-hmm. and then coming to see the show is like the the proper there's yeah. effort in here, there's a lot riding on it. Yeah. It's it's different. But yeah. that's why I wanna I wanna write a lot more material so that yeah. by the time if people see me in Laveries or whatever and they come see the R, yeah.
0: they're
1: they're not just getting my material I've done this year, which I feel is what yeah. I've done before, they're getting my favourite R of that material. Yeah. No, I so if it. I have way too much. Yeah. They're getting the best bits. Because
0: I don't know if this is something that you, because this is definitely something that has weighed in my mind a bit about comedy here. Is it like, and I mean, each to their own, and I'd not have it a go with anybody here in the slightest.
1: But you hate when but, women
0: do it. Yeah. Well, apart from that, and also homosexuals, guys, <laughs> get get away. Um, <laughs> but no, I I think that a lot of people will do the same material at all the clubs and all this, and then they'll do in our show, and it's like. That's just all that same material,
1: and Whereas, I, I've been guilty yeah, of that. But I try I to admit that I am. not
0: do that as much. Now I try to workshop every bit. Yeah, but I don't want to do the full set or like half a set. And then, so when people do come and see the show again, yeah. the work in progress is like I would say, like having done Edinburgh before and done just two, like the smallest crowd I ever had was one Chinese man that I've ever performed in terms to. of height just no just one guy in the audience one chinese man so he didn't speak the language uh-huh. he was in the audience why was he why was he there he thought that it was something else but he was there and he sat through it all and he was just like that was grand and in that accent yeah he went dead on me. he was the guy that does a bus tour See you know, bro. he was like that's fucking spot yeah. on but i just was like i you know as long as i can physically say and do these bits that's alright so for my work in progress shows I'm just happy to work them have the notepad there be like mm, you know because whenever I did my <laughs> last <laughs> show last year
1: Not more than if I did. Yeah,
0: whenever I did the show last year first work in progress was an hour and a half I did yeah. and on the night 58 minutes so that's what I like is to be able to go right where can I press all this shit out yeah. but I honestly for I just don't have it in me to do start that process again next year I just don't
1: yeah whereas know? I am um, and mm-hmm. I haven't even started my tour of The Last Star. Yeah. And I'm already in the process of writing my next one. But, and you it's know, it's the part that I hate, but yeah. it's also the part that's most fun. But that's
0: the thing, dude. That is fun. But I just think here, I think the pressure is everything's so gauge towards, you know, we've so, oh, so a, a successful show is it's sold out. And that's yes. what a lot of shows here are. And it's like I do a show every yes, and year. And I
1: can't claim that because I never yeah. fucking.
0: But so. you know what but this and this is again not like I think you're doing things the right way in that you're you're ascending the way you should be you're on a your trajectory is good but your actual shows are good shows and I think there yeah. are some people out there that do sell out shows and whatever else but the show's not great but, but here's know? the thing right and, and, and I, when, I'm fortunate yeah.
1: though that the position I'm in there's no pressure on me yeah I make money from podcasts and I make money yeah. from TV work Stand-up-wise, the pressure on me is like, I don't have a family yeah. to look after. Uh-huh. Really, the only thing I care about is get my bills paid. Mm-hmm. And if worse comes to worst, I can't take up a part-time job and do that. Yeah, Everyone else has families. Everyone yeah. else has other commitments. Like I was saying, you what I'm doing right now is I'm up to about four or five in the morning. Yeah. Just because my sleeping pattern's different. But I'm just sitting up there in the morning, writing, watching old yeah. movies. But not just to watch them, like, yeah. analytically. And I'm taking, like, classes and stuff. Uh-huh. And I mean, but I know I get why other people can't do that. Yeah. I feel I started so young that I've afforded myself Uh the time to do that. fair. I think the rest of my life will suffer. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, at the hands of
0: yeah, getting but, better at stand up, but I am. Um, I think like I have had just shit few weeks in terms of my own head. Yeah. But the only bright side has been that I've been like watching what I'm doing with my health a bit more. Yeah. And usually the first well, case you, for you're me, you're looking good, though. Thank you, I appreciate that. But it's a long way to go. But I'm in a good headspace with that. And normally when I get into a bad headspace, that's the first shit to go.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just go fucking me and eat shit and blah blah. blah. But I'm, I'm for some reason whenever I'm like and I, and there's been a few low webs. It's got to the point where I've been like I need to go and fucking see my my doctor here but again it's happened to me before and i've been able and it always seems to be where my head goes is when i just have too much i on i always find
1: it weird going to the doctor for depression because you like you have to sit there and tell them you tried to kill yourself yeah and they just sit there like stone face and they're like all right well was it with tablets was it with and
0: it's like well you know i just think with but with that it's like you know I, don't, I shouldn't laugh at this No, point. but that's do you know what I mean that, that's the thing it's it's me, like, just, that's how but, but if you stuff. go through stuff that you've gone through and I know you have oh
1: yeah I'll talk about it you have me, like, to Yeah, you, everyone should try to kill themselves at least once yeah <laughs> or at least think about it's it it's like going to Paris But <laughs> you, you should do it once
0: but the thing with that is is you have to then if you do if you're at that point is at least if you go and speak about it or, or seek help you kind of then in a way know when you're getting to there again and I, you yes. know, And I don't think I am at the lowest I've ever been by any stretch. But there was a few days there that I was like, "It's on route. It's on route." And again, it was like, I, "I've done better things, like going for a walk with a dog." Or you know, whereas before I would have probably fucking gone and got a fucking packet of fucking rocky caramel bars and fucking them in the face. All of them, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's like doing other things. I think as a comedian, and I think as, as that sort of mind. You, a lot of comedians minds are always going especially nowadays yeah. the fact that like before you'd have been out doing stand up yeah. you'd have been writing a show or you have been doing whatever now you're like, fuck, I need to constantly be putting stuff on social media. I need to be... Your brain's never off. And always it's not just, being it's, on social
1: media is the, oh, the
0: most horrible... But it's always all different angles of it. It's like, where do I put stuff? Do I, put this, I need to put in on social media? To have, I need to do a podcast clip. I need to do a sketch. I need to record a podcast. I need to get this out. I need to do that. Fuck, I have a deadline for this. I'm doing this. I'm yeah. fucking sure Right, It's a lot of just in your own head, yeah. I think. And like for me now, it's like I was really... Like, I'll be honest with you. I was going to pull my whole show at one really? point, my whole show, I was going to pull the tour, the works, because it was making me lose my mind a yeah. bit. I've not said that to anyone before, other than Catherine, but that I was getting to the point that I was like, I don't know if I can yeah. cope with
1: it. Well, you, well, you also, you, you know, it's, it's the standard thing to say, but also give me a shout when you're feeling Because like, you did yeah. the same for me. There was a while, yeah, a month or two ago, I was genuinely getting to yeah. that place of like, I'm going to try to fucking kill myself mm-hmm. because I am just miserable. That's so why I stopped drinking. Yeah. Turns out that was a big part of it. Yeah. But no, I don't, you don't know, say. Yeah, to me but also. that's it. Because I, I get it. But and also the fun thing about meeting up with each other mm-hmm. is we don't do the serious you okay? stuff. So yeah. like take a, you a piss gotta gotta each other. Call yourself, out, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's like one so well, of my, my favorite
1: it? jokes you do is you say you're too fat to hang yourself. Yeah, it's like that's yeah, yeah it's like
0: well, and and that's you know it's silly, but it's like I, I like because there's a point that we were sort of saying earlier, like when you do stand up, I like to say things that maybe. You know, you can't, don't feel like you could just say to somebody and be like, oh, by the way, or to your friends or whatever. Yet, if you do it on stage, you are kind of putting it out there a bit how you feel. Yes, it's amped up and it's, yeah. but at the same time, you're going, hey, shit was bad for a while. Yeah. But here's a funny side with it. Yeah. And like, it's such a weird thing because like, I, I don't know, it's been, it, it sort of comes to me a bit like waves. Like all of a sudden I could be fine about something and just all of a sudden I'm like, I just feel. And it was anxiety sort of I was having recently because I think, I was just like, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do that. And then it's like, I can't fucking cope. Yeah. Shit. And then it's just like, fuck. And I think now that, that I've kind of figured out what bits I'll cut and do in my show, I'm relieved a bit. And it's trying to just move past that. And I do now know that when that's done. So with Ulster Hall, I genuinely believe, I've said it before, but genuinely believe it's gonna be my best R. I yeah. do. But the process of getting that R to stage. Is something I'm not ready to do again next year. And it's yeah. just the the whole thing, booking a show, you know, the same old shit. Oh, fucking, here's a show, come to this, come to that, please buy tickets. All oh, tickets are slow, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do you do? And it's like, you know what? I just don't need that pressure for a year. Now, that's not to say I will not do stand up because I love doing stand up, but I do definitely feel like I can take a break unless I, I it hits me that, fuck, I really want to do all this. But for me, because I left my job, Cause there's a lot riding on it. I guess, like, I want to achieve so much more so so immediately. I've no patience for stuff. Whereas, I think once I get through it's this, that, yeah, like, it's that
1: instant gratification yeah. thing of I want this,
0: yeah. Whereas, it's like, I don't want to be like one of the, f- the famous ones, I don't want to be. I like to make funny things and be able to live comfortably doing this for fun, and that's kind of yeah. it. But I, it's like, I get that though, because yeah.
1: I also forget. Not to suck my own like how young I am, uh-huh. but I'll see like how well Shane's doing or you know Patty and Mick I'm like yeah. why don't I have that audience yeah. now? Yeah, forgetting yeah. I probably I'm doing very well. Yeah, for how what age I am. Yeah,
0: but also you have to remember too, like like we I think everyone has different goals and aspirations. I want to go to the bottom of the totem pole across like, in England. I want to do spots in London, Manchester, Liverpool. Just go to the mics work my stuff you know do that yeah and try to, to work on that that's a, a fun thing that i think i would like to do to enjoy you're killing it with that sort of stuff you've done you've been a new comedian in the year you've gotten the final of that yeah. you know the the stuff you've done in the last year you've had your own blap starting it yeah it's brilliant you know what i mean and i just um i just for me i want to focus more on the the writing yeah in the next wee while and i just think i don't care if people like podcasts, I love stand up. I love, but at the same time, I don't love the constant promo. I don't love the constant putting yeah. myself out there. I don't like going to meet people. I don't like doing any press. It just makes me uh, uncomfortable. Press is all But you know what I mean. And that's the it's sort of thing. So, and it's like
1: that's an art form in and of itself to uh, make a newspaper or radio interview entertaining. Yeah. But
0: yeah, but see when people say to you, that's they're like an art. Oh, I can't do it. How do you go on stage? It's because it's like. It's just a relief to get up there and mess around, yeah. but the process of
1: getting there—it's sometimes. Yeah. How, the how do you go on stage? Because the dopamine hit that yeah. you get once you've done really well in uh-huh. a big room is fu- even. Yeah, I got the biggest dopamine rush I got last night. Yeah, in the sunflower because it was ten new minutes. Yeah. that I'd never done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it all went you know well. It wasn't you know it wasn't like fucking people falling over that, but it got yeah. the good laughs for the room it was in. Uh-huh. It's the that. Yeah, it's almost stand up stops being fun. Once you know a joke works, yeah, and you know it's gonna, mm-hmm. it, it starts to like you get about a two month, three month period, yeah, where you enjoy that, and then after mm-hmm. a while you get bored because you're like, yeah, I know this joke fucking works, yeah, and you can see that in your face of like there's no passion in it, yeah. The the, the most fun part is yeah. is like the, 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 the getting rid of the safety net of good yeah. material and you're like I could fucking bomb here, <laughs> I could fucking bomb and that's fun, yeah. Now when you do bomb, it's off. yeah, but oh, it is yes. fun.
0: But then do you ever, like, obviously, I, I don't mind bombing if I think something's funny and it's not. Yeah. You know? I don't mind if I write a new bit and I'm like, ah. You can bomb gracefully. Yeah. You do learn to bomb gracefully. Yeah. But then at some point you're just like, what am I? And, like, see if you are struggling and you just, and it's like, I don't know, like, I just, oh, there's nothing worse. It's like why, like, why did I put myself through this shit?
1: Like, I'd say I, said, I bombed know? last week and went, the uh, uh, Lavery's on the Wednesday. Yeah. But um, when I do that, when I know the materials, bombing, yeah. I just start crowd working and yeah. riffing, which I think I'm good at. Yeah. So I can like manage the. You yeah. Know, you're still bombing. Yeah. But you can get something out of it.
0: Yeah. No. I get you. But, I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's 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 strange, you know. And I mean, as it's it's a strange feeling to have to be like, you know, we're doing this show. It's working towards it. But at the same time, yeah, I'm looking forward to being finished with it.
1: I, I get, you know? I get why, because it is. But I think the the process I'm doing now, which ah. I described to you, I'm not going to go through it on this. Yeah. But the process I'm doing now is the most fun I've had. Yeah, writing stuff because I'm learning. Yeah, about weird shit. Yeah, and I'm. It's almost like being in uni again, but I just get to decide what I'm learning about. Yeah, like a little trick because I was doing the Alan Moore course in writing. And he went, just pick a random book. Yeah, about fucking anything, mm-hmm. and just read it. You, yeah. don't have, you don't have to enjoy it. Yeah. But even if you do that, you've learned something just reading this random shit. Yeah. And I've been doing that. I'm reading a book by Richard Osman at the minute, the fucking Midnight Murderers Club. Yeah. Right. My personal opinion is a bit shit. The guy from Pointless. Yes. Really nice. It's a bit shit. Yeah. It, not shit. Not for me. Yes. It's very middle class. It's about pensioners solving murders.
0: My but favorite. My favorite thing.
1: It's. It fucking bores me. I'm not yeah. enjoying it. But by the like, if I finish that book, I'm going to be happy of real Yeah.
0: See, the only downside I have, and I think this is something I realised today when I was trying to put a hook into the wall. <laughs> it's because I'm try trying <laughs> to help myself. I, I was trying to put a sturdy hook into the wall that wouldn't come out under any circumstance. Yeah, you're
1: going need a bigger wall.
0: No, what <laughs> it was for... Because I've been getting more into my training, yeah. I'm enjoying it at the minute. I'm feeling it's working. It's great. I used to be big into my triceps, like, dude, I still love my triceps. At the minute, I just feel they're gone. Mm. So, like, I've been trying to put this hook in so I could put my exercise bands through the hook and just fucking pump my triceps. But I haven't been able to get the fucking little... the plugs into the wall. And I have been fucking... And it's like, I ordered these hooks, and it's a perfect size. I'm drilling through. The drill's not going through the wall. The fucking plugs aren't getting in the wall. It took me an hour before I would just gave up. And the problem is, no matter what, see until I know... I am this. It's, I, I. will fight to the end of something until I know there's no way I'm going to succeed at this. And see how my head goes? It was like golf. See how my head goes? I'm done. Like in, in, on the golf course, if I, I'm trying to hit a ball and my head, I, I snap. Like back in the wrestling terms, like when Ken Shamrock used to get in the zone, see when I snap and lose my <gasps> head, I can't do it. Like I got the point today where I, I, could, I my hand scream, was flash back. red and shit. Uh, my hand was back and I was about to fucking fully dig the wall. And I realised I'll break my hand. This is too far. Then I stepped off the ladder. I looked at all the wee fucking plugs that had fallen on the ground from, from this thing and hadn't fucking fit and it hadn't drilled or nothing. and nothing. I thought, I have wasted an hour of my life trying to do this. And that annoyed me 10 times more. I'm like, wasting my time yeah. is the worst thing. And in you're the a world. dude who,
1: when they get angry, oh my you God. can't bring yourself back down from it. No. You're annoyed for ages. Yeah. You're not like me who gets intensely angry. Yeah for three minutes yeah and then like oh I'm fine like you've seen me angry yeah and it's just me shouting mm-hmm. for a, like a ten minute period just screaming and then yeah. you'll see me a minute later and I'm like I'm alright now yeah War when I get angry I'm like whereas you have oh. that your mum's annoyed at you at the parent teacher conference mm-hmm. but she can't hit you in public energy yeah and no, that's you and for I two just, days
0: and I just get can get so fucking and that just really just... When
1: you thing. are angry, you won't admit you're angry. And I know no. when you're angry. But the
0: thing about it is, see, when I'm angry, I've got better at it now because, like, I say to Catherine or whatever, I'll be like, I'm not angry at you. Yeah. I'm not angry at the kids. I'm just angry. I just need a minute, so just give me a wee minute. Yeah. Rather than sometimes I'll be angry and she'll be like, blah, 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 blah And, it's, you know, we'll end up getting in an argument. And I'll only argue because I'm angry. Yeah. Whereas... You know, sometimes, and it almost becomes funny because she's like, "Okay, are you all right? Do you need yeah. a wee minute?" And I'll be like, "Yes, I do need a minute." <laughs> I'm just because of whatever the fucking re, like chemicals in your body are. I just get so worked up. No, that's a good energy if you channel it right. Yeah. Like if you were to like fucking be lifting big weights or you're to be fucking in a fight or something, great. Yeah. But in day-to-day life, that's not the energy that you need. And like, if if like I have, I mean, I'm not not looking brazer than this or anything, but I've never had my kids. You know i never will i never would want to yeah but i there are times in my mind where i'm like oh my god i could thrall you but then you have to just walk I, away i think hitting go, the
1: kids is a mother's job
0: yeah well that's well my mom definitely took that and was yeah. like i'll do that for sure yeah. like i just think whenever you go like to know when you like this is what i would say is for me in age, I've learned like when I was younger and I would get into fights with my mates or something, I would have had the fucking at the last word, had the fucking argue, and then it escalates and gets you nowhere. Whereas now, if, I, if I'm angry, like the good thing with, with parenting, if one of my kids do a head in, I'll just go in the catheter and be like, go in there, I'm not, I'm not dealing with
1: uh, it. Yeah, uh, I part of me is like, I, I would never want to like real, like my dad would just fucking like punch you. Yeah, if you were, like he would open just punch you. When you were a kid, like, my mom would be different. Yeah. Different kind of hitting your dad, just fucking just assaulting children, yeah. essentially. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't say, like, I'd never hit my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would yeah. ever hit kids like I would a person. Yeah. So oh. Like a fucking back of the head. Yeah. But what are you doing? I, I would or hit. like a back of the legs or, like, arse.
0: Yeah, but I would hit other kids. Like, if they fucked with my yeah. kids, I would have no problem hitting them. Like, I remember I hit kids when... when I was about I fucking must be my early 20s and I didn't have kids, obviously. Uh, at and time, you're hitting kids? But I hit a, probably a 15, 16 year old, yeah. I was, it's a true story, and I mean, I was at work, right? And at the time my mum was working and she was working around the corner for me, so we, she would have brought me into work in the morning, we'd gone home. So she had finished work and was round at the car and had rang me to be like, hey, uh, my mum, so there's this has happened actually twice with my mum. First time I was in a night out in the Odyssey, right? This is not where I had a kid though, this is a different story. <laughs> She rang me and it's like she's collecting me from the night out sound of her. She's ringing me and I was like, You know you look at your phone at be like, fuck fucking Well if you the night out The yeah. fucking coming ten minutes she, when you told me to like, stop ringing me. But she rang me again. And it's like, I was like, I'm gonna answer this. So I picked it up and she was like, There's some guy making me really uncomfortable here. He's like fucking shouting stuff through the window and just gesticulating at me and like banging the window and just scaring me sort was of thing. At her? Like gesticulating, like fucking going like making all this fucking stuff. And I don't know what it was. But in that moment i just went like and i have like fucking so furious and i just was like right i'm leaving and i fucking bombed down the odyssey street you know just along the, the under the road uh-huh. and there was a guy smoking a cigarette and i just went to my mom who was it and she went oh was it this guy I went, you have a fucking problem. And the guy was like, oh, what do you mean? He goes, you think you're fucking big man speaking to, to my mum like that? And he was like, well, no, no. I goes, you're, you're going to apologize? And he goes, oh, no, he's smoking a cigarette. And I remember I took a cigarette, he had the fucking cigarette out of your mouth and stomped it and grabbed him by a collar said, you fucking say you're sorry. Hit his head off the window until she opened the window. Say sorry. And he was like, I'm sorry. And we'll see if you fucking ever speak to her like that again. I'll break every bone in your body. I remember my mum going, <laughs> <laughs> I was, what the fuck? Just yeah, the same. but, but I, and then, he, like, he, to be fair, he fucked off. But like I, again, that's the problem. Whereas I didn't know if he had kicked off.
1: Yeah, if
0: I could have controlled myself. Was this an short time? So this guy's got this fuck kicked in my <laughs> bins. It, it's probably actually before that. right But the the other time was probably yeah. So I was at work leaving. She rang me. I was like, I'm getting. There's. I'm in the car here. Their kids throwing stones at the window, and they're fucking throwing water balloons. And people just
1: abusing your mom yeah. every time she picks you up? So
0: whenever that happened, I was a sick fucking... So I went there, and I just lost a head. I had a bag with me, and I was just with my bag. I fucked the bag of the car and just chased these sick. And I went in the Go Pass. I just fucking chased them in Go Pass. And I don't know, I just caught up to them. And as I was running, I remember the thought going through my head being like, what am I going to do when I catch them? And I just got closer and closer, and I just fucking. Back of their head like a big bear slap and knocked the one over and he bumped in the other and I said you fucking speak to her again I will kill you. Now with hindsight, haven't worked it out. You go past stupidest thing I've ever done. I could have just fully had my head shot, yeah, you know, not my yeah. knees, my head. But, but I just lost the head so much, and I worry that you know if I lose the head with the wrong people, sometimes and yeah. well, and that's why sometimes at gigs with people I'll not want to engage in. Because if you know an audience member's not gonna you know, they're just yeah. this scumbag or something and they're just gonna glass you something, I would fucking lose a head, man. I got a fight outside the bot once, you know. Um
1: But why does that matter when you blow the roof
0: off? Oh. You know the you know the bouncer in Pugs, we all love. Not to say his name on the podcast. Yes, yes. But Yeah, he, who
1: ruins every day that I go on him. Yes, book.
0: yes, I'd well believe it. But he um turns out we had a chat about this, he was like the head bouncer in the bot one night and I had to go into my, my only fight. That has fully been a fight. Was there's a guy, and I don't know what this guy was doing, he's being a dickhead, but he slapped my mate's phone out of his hand. Again, I was probably early 20s, slapped the mate's phone out of the hand, and then as he went down to pick it up, the guy just fucking decked him in the head. Like, what the fuck is he doing? So I got him, like, in effectively a master lock, held him kind of. Kind of tight and just like jumped up on him. So Hell and Master and jumped up and then, we're, so we're both in the ground, but he can't do it. And he's trying to headbutt me, but I just was able to block yeah. that. I, and I got up. just pushed him there yeah. for so we So get- we got kicked out basically. And I was like, why are you kicking me out? I just stopped. You know, that guy's fucking beat my friend. He's fucking, like, what the fuck? And I really lost the head with the bouncers and all. And then they kicked me out. So I was on the phone to uh, the guys inside. So me and my mate got kicked out. And this other fella's obviously kicked out too. And my mate was lying and sitting on the ground, just mind his own business. And this guy came out whilst I was on the phone and just ran past and booted my mate in the face. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? So I grabbed him and like, I just pushed him away. And he came at me again and other ones of his mates. And then, I pushed him away again, I was like, I don't want to, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and I remember saying to the bouncer, what the fuck is he doing? And then whatever happened, I think obviously I am still was still a bit body conscious. He pulled my shirt and ripped it open. And when my shirt my sh- my sh- looked down and saw my belly out, I was like, oh no, it's over. So I just grabbed him and just slammed him on the ground. And I just remember ground and pounding him until the bouncers pulled me off. And like, the police and all had been called. My hand was so sore, like, fucking, I see this day, feel there. There's like a weird oh, like lump a, where yeah, I think yeah, I must have yeah. cracked my hand and I just that's the only time I fully lost it and there's blood all over my shirt and then I went home and was like and my finger was just not the same since and yeah. after that I went and like I got told oh you're banned off in the bar and then I went back like probably four or five months later and I got called out <laughs> the bouncers like come out here and pulled me out into like all fucking corridors and there were about six bouncers being like you're barred but I'd been there for like Already <laughs> blocked, got a load of drinks, got my money back, and got my coat, and all it was grand. But at that time, I was like, fuck,
1: I love how they had to have soul. six bouncers like your Goldberg.
0: I know, but that's but, but then again, that's when you're like, and it's all well and good. I think that's why I need to be a bit more chilled because when I lose it, I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah, last time you I got know? in a
1: fight in a nightclub, I, I don't even know why the fight started, right? But I was there with a friend, uh, one was a guy, one was a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I just saw. I, I was away, it was in limelight, right? And I yeah. saw two people, I just went, I was over, like, getting drunk or whatever, and then I saw, like, people squaring up to my mates, yeah. right? And when I see that happen, I'm like the American police. Yeah. Shoot first, questions later, yeah. right? That's me in a nightclub. And also, there was one of the guys slabbering to the girl who was my friend, and I'm very defensive
0: yeah.
1: of women, not in, like, a, do you know what I, mean? I just don't yeah. like them being slabbered to and I also kind of want to fuck her. So I was like, <laughs> maybe if I punch him in the head... Yeah. You know, if I knock him out, she might suck my dick. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if I win this fight, finger in the ass for me. Yeah. So I saw this, like, they they weren't fighting. Mm-hmm. It was just an argument, and I just came over and punched him. Oh, no. And, I mean, me, I couldn't see who it was in the dark. I yeah. just knew there was this figure I was fighting, and we were kicking the fuck out. Like, I mean, I knocked him down. He knocked me down. I got yeah. up, punched him. At one point, I punched him, and I heard one of the bouncers go, Jesus Christ, because <laughs> I could see his face, like, change shape yeah, as well. I hit him so a bouncer grabs me and grabs this guy and pulls us out and throws us away right yeah. but he didn't separate us mm-hmm. so we're still beside each other when he threw us out I turn around to punch him he turns around to punch me and we stopped mid punch I went to primary school with him yeah. so we literally were like Jordan mid, what are you doing I haven't <laughs> seen you in fucking years and we're like didn't even know I was you and a minute ago I'm trying to fucking name in the head and then the bouncers were like came over and we're like stop fighting we're like no, no, it's can we get back in they were like no. no, you just started yeah. like a 40 man brawl in there, and I was like, You want to go somewhere? So me and him just yeah. went for pints, That's classic. Sitting like bleeding from the head, being like, Fuck, that was something else. I like. mean,
0: fuck me, what do we like? <laughs> Fucking couple of chancers.
1: <laughs> fuck a few glasses, I know, of was me deal. and Tim McGarry <laughs> the last time we fought.
0: And the most important question Did you get a finger bears?
1: I did not, I did not. I mean, that fight was for nothing. I was wondering,
0: I thought the, the set was about to fall down, but there's a daddy long legs. A Daddy Long Legs? A Daddy Long Legs, up, upstairs, <laughs> oh so my god. I, was. I thought it was the fucking... The, oh the my set, god, the that is thing. a
1: Daddy Long Legs? That's
0: the big Daddy Long Legs. Jesus. So yeah, how long is that saying on that? It's 53, <coughs> 53 minutes. 53, that's enough. Listener's questions. Now oh, we we've got questions. We've yeah. work to do, aye. Hold on. Oh, fuck, um, that's right, we've
1: work. God,
0: I hate work. Oh wow. Um. I know work is... Oh wow, I just got an email from WWE. Do not miss the clash at the castle. When is that? We'll try not, lads. It's this weekend.
1: Oh, our friend Robert is going to that.
0: Robert McShane?
1: Robert McShane, indeed.
0: Nice, that'll be a lot of fun to go to. I mean, I feel like this podcast has been a miserable podcast. I apologise about uh, that. No,
1: fuck them. Um, no, I mean, they're yeah, funny. Fuck,
0: fuck them. What do you um, mean it's miserable? Have you not enjoyed talking to me? No, I, I have, but also I just I just don't want people to think I'm an angry guy. I've got, I have got channel my anger well and I'm not, not, not violent. <laughs> but um, the, the odd occasion, I'll lose the head.
1: I crack up very easily, but I don't mean it.
0: I don't mean it at all. Oh. Uh, John Joe said you have plenty of guests on for the Patreon, but I'm going to pitch an idea: have a one-off weird podcast show co-hosted with Naomi Mitchell. She seems to have an unlimited supply of weird stories and links. I mean, yeah, she definitely does, but unfortunately, the uh, the weird podcast is dead. Hmm. And buried. Oh, is it? What yeah. happened to the
1: weird podcast? It
0: became the Sly Guy Podcast, mate. Right. Okay. So there we go. It's. Um, oh here's a good one <laughs> I mean this is definitely a change of tone are burps worse than farts and that's from Daniel McTiernan no but I, I think think way
1: worse than a burp but
0: I think a burp's more offensive me,
1: it's funny to burp in someone's face to fart in someone's face is that but I, the I think a
0: bad smell and burp's worse than a bad smell fart
1: it lingers it does linger
0: it's stinking and you're like you're gross you know if they do it's like what are you doing I think I've got to got
1: what's a, a better relief to do a burp or a fart Ooh,
0: I a shit usurps everything.
1: Yeah, but I wasn't talking a, about shit. A sh- big
0: burp, like sometimes, like I will. Did go, you just
1: fart? Nah,
0: man, I've shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go and get like a diet coke if I'm really like, whoa, I've got wind here, and turn into Tom Jones. Oh, oh, I've got wind here. Um, but I would go and get a diet coke, and that always gets the burp out, and then the relief of that's great. I see, I don't know whether I've been having a heart attack or not, but we'll find out. Um.
1: Throwing a hard and heart attack? No, it's Burt.
0: doesn't need Burt feel much better. Speaking of the, the co-host of the One Off Weird podcast, Naomi Mitchell has sent me a link and said, fancy being part of the trial? And, uh, oh, wow.
1: I thought it was the OnlyFans or something. Yeah,
0: was, <laughs> I don't know. Kids are kids. Kids can breathe through their P- buttholes. Pigs can breathe through their buttholes. And so could you, scientists say. See,
1: before you read that, mm-hmm. why?
0: I don't know, because I, I read a thing to say that, that today, actually, that the first part of your body to develop in the womb is your anus. Yeah. So before you're anything else, you're an arsehole.
1: It's like a blowhole. Yeah. For a wheel.
0: So you could probably learn to breathe out of it. Oh, no. Hold on. Why Why is this the article? Pink, fleshy, and round. The anus has a lot in common with the mouth, and it's every bit as important. But Journalism's the
1: went to shit, man. <laughs> what? A, this is someone's job to sit down and not only type this... Take it to an editor. Yeah. Who looked at it and went.
0: Yes. A team of scholars in Japan has found that pigs can absorb oxygen through the anus. But I mean, that does make a lot of sense. Because don't don't people put stuff up their ass, like gear and all? Yeah. And coke? Yeah. Because it absorbs up there. So yeah. maybe I can see it working too. Now, I don't know if it's connected to that. Aye, but I'm no honest. one's
1: going, fuck, I'm struggling for breath and I'm bending over and just. <laughs> 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 well.
0: This is maybe that's what you need to do instead of mouth to mouth it's ass to mouth Hey
1: guys to do you know what scientists been like maybe you can breathe through your buttholes cure cancer <laughs> <laughs> yeah scientists are like you
0: know what would be a good idea we need to breathe through the butthole yeah, yeah, no, yes. cure cancer cure
1: cancer nah. yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah breathe it? through your asshole come yeah. on
0: come with me if you want to breathe but he would be obviously he would love that because he's it's coming in the gym he's coming day <laughs> and night but if I could breathe up my asshole I could come out my car. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I mean, I would like,
1: to, I would like yeah. to trial breathing on Marshall, for sure, I mean, if sure. you're breathing through your asshole, none of his housekeepers be able to breathe.
0: Oh wow, Chris Reezy, for some reason is, he's the, the all the weirdest, definitely, but also potentially the most intellectual guy I've ever seen. Really, I come across. Listen to this. He always asks me questions that leave me confused. Okay, who decided what's right and wrong? Also, what is freedom and does it really exist? Hey man. Whoa.
1: Boy hit a bong before he typed this. Yeah. Who decides what's right and wrong? Society. What is freedom and does it really exist? Yes and no. Well, there, there is no such go. thing as true freedom because true freedom would be anarchy. True freedom would be you do whatever you want to do, but even then someone else doing what they want to do onto you would, a hin- would infringe upon your freedom. Say that again. So true freedom is doing whatever you want to do, freedom of consequence. Mm-hmm. But, Take that off the table. It's going to sound terrible. Sorry. But even even so, if everyone had true freedom, that would eventually infringe upon someone else's freedom. Because they would attack you yeah. or murder you or steal. That infringes upon your freedom. There's no such but thing as true freedom. You wouldn't want true freedom. But it's
0: an interesting... Like, listen, I'm a big believer in rules, and I think rules are required, and codes are required for people to behave in a certain way.
1: Yeah. Same when people are like, oh, there should be no who I got? I was talking to someone, and they were like, the police, they're just uh, protectors of the private estate. I mm-hmm. went, no, they, they do stop crimes. Yeah. And he went, no, they don't. That's not what they do. And I went, go outside and try a rape, right? Yeah. You try to rape in the street, and you see how quick someone phones the fucking police. Yeah. I hate that bullshit.
0: Yeah. But I mean the police now the police need more police that's kind of the problem
1: isn't it so you want the bigger police I to- want
0: I want to have, I want my police to like I went through a phase of being like just make the police super enforcers of justice make them like judge Dredd. Send them out there and let them fucking kick shit out of people. The, so France, you want France? Yeah, I want the French police to come out here. Fuck it bring in, this, bring in the guard of Seville and just let them loose. Because yeah. I remember a mate of mine um, punched someone in a nightclub and was sent to, pr- to jail for the night. And we went to see him. And he was a purple guy. Because, and, he, and we were like what happened to you and he was like oh the of Seville kicked the fuck out of me and oh they, like, they just do but then instead of being like oh my god that's that's an infringement to your rights he was like oh I was banging out order and it deserved a kicking yeah you know and we're like oh well I
1: remember when we were hauled in Magaluf we would we would sit in this beach until about 6 or 7 in the morning smoking weed oh why and the only reason no, we oh, would why? go back to the hotel is because about 7 More in the, the morning wave? the Spanish right. police would show up with batons
0: yeah. oh <laughs> they borrowed off the
1: French <laughs> police yeah <laughs> they
0: turned up with the batons
1: and they just beat the fuck out of English people. Yeah. They'd literally find the English dudes and kick the shit. Yeah. So they're all passed out, pilled up and whatever. Yeah. Just sitting like this. And the Spanish police are just grabbing them by through, throat, fucking them on the ground, like letting their dogs attack them and stuff. And we would see this. It would be like a slow moving process yeah. of people but getting like, their fuck knocked out. And I, we were like, oh, grab the supplies and we I, I like leave.
0: that a bit because I think like people aren't like like see that down in Crawfordsburn in the beach where everyone was just fucking wrecking the place all the kids are just in the police and they're all trying to fight back the police see if you sent in a wave of armoured like super police like if you sent the guard of civil in there it'd be no problem yeah. just be kicking now I'm not saying use guns or anything because hey I'm not totally you would, wild. You would be the worst, the band. worst police
1: enforcer of Northern Ireland ever. That's what you're like. Oh, what yeah. happens if we brought some more police to Northern Ireland? Yeah, but you know what that I would do so well for but forty I,
0: years. But what I would do would be only the kids. You know, I would just send them in for just anti-social behaviour on kids. All right, okay. Kick the fuck out of them. But yeah. you know what? It would be both sides treat everyone the same. If you're out of order, you just get a weapon. Fair enough. Fair enough. In fact, I'd be like, I'd be like Eric Bischoff. I was a three-minute and I'd say, listen, guys. You have three minutes to knock us in the head before two
1: someone's calling. Yeah,
0: I'm sending the guard of villain. Um, Sam wants to know what the best and worst comedy
1: gigs. The best of regular or just ever?
0: I mean, I don't know. Probably like the uh, the the. You know what? The best gigs are, are comedy clubs. That yeah have a comedy audience actual clubs see, are the best see if people if venues know how to run a comedy night they are the best clubs yeah. audiences that know how to watch comedy are the best clubs the worst ones are just ad hoc ones that it's in a social club run. yeah and people just are like actually here I'm here to shout no and be fucking off my face on yeah. gear they're yeah. the worst they're the worst Um, but who cares next yeah. question Stephen has said oh no Dave, you're a pivotal member of the comedy scene. Your work is unbelievable, whether that be podcasting, stand-up, comedy, writing, and sketches. Please keep it up. Smash these next few shows, onwards and upwards. Cheers, Stephen. That's just a kind kind word of support, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Especially after this week. And hey, don't make me angry, or I'll turn like the... uh,
1: Wasn't really a question, though, Steve, so...
0: Yeah, so there we go. Oh, not this guy. Yeah, we'll (laughs) move on. Um, No. Patrick Quinn has said... What is it like for you these days, being out for the night? Do you get tortured for selfies, or do people generally give you privacy? Must be hard having to constantly be on great form with people if they recognize you.
1: Yeah, we're pretty spot on with it.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? I went to see pa- pa- Paolo Montanini the other night. Was he shaved? You know what? He was, he was, was shy when I saw him. He was good at singing, but he didn't sing all the classics.
1: Did he do that as well? Yeah,
0: but then he just he, uh, but like he was playing all this like fucking weird hippie stuff yeah one group and then he go but like again great singer great yeah. musician but then he's doing all this stuff and then he just goes oh,
1: I've got my new shoes on No, oh, got my new shoes on
0: and that was his what
1: he, d- new he shoes. did that as well when we went to see him for Liam Gallagher yeah he would just play this random song and just did, it was really heavy and at yeah. the end he would just go after all I got my baby yeah. and the whole crowd was into it you're like hey do maybe that. do that yeah. song here's do the thing that. right because people were like oh I went to see this guy it didn't sound good I would rather it sound awful yeah. awful yeah. but the energy is good Yeah. than but that was sound the thing, good and like, the energy
0: is bad and now there was a guy at the gig who and this was very enjoyable was walking out and I was in front of him and he was going that was fucking shit mate that was fucking he did none of the songs we know and he goes I fucking and he goes another one of his mates so I think went to him oh but I've never fucking seen Liam Gallagher do Wonderwall and then his mate goes, "You've never seen Liam Gallagher live," and he goes,
1: "I know, but what's that? What's the hookers I got And it's like, what? "What? does he even mean?" And also, if he's never seen, that's how you know he's never seen Liam Gallagher yeah. do Wonderwall. Why does he do it every
0: time? Yeah, because I've seen him and I thought he did it,
1: or, or he'll give you the Nobody option. Goes, to do it?
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen him do that, but that was funny. Now at Paul McCartney, there was a lot of a lot of people being like, "I oh, grab a selfie." You know, it was nice. People were very civil, which is nice. Yeah, you know. And again, I think people realize whenever, like. And again, it it happens the all time, but you don't want to... It's not like you're a fucking Brad Pittor. No, no, it's not crazy, like... like, I think more often than not, people will go, oh, love your stuff, very funny, blah, blah. Now, the awkward moment for me at Palantini was I have been eating well and eating clean and whatever else. We went out to Pizza Punks for dinner before the gig and had the Mexican pizza, and I could just feel it rumbling in my tummy. And I was like, oh no. And I got in, we got in the position. And I was like, oh no, oh no. But I turned to Tom Jones, I go, oh no. It's like, I'm going to shit real bad here. So I uh, we went to go to the toilet and I was standing in line to the cubicles. And one of the guys working at the toilets recognised me. And mm-hmm. he came up to me and he goes, here mate, you know you don't have to queue there. There's urinals around there, I'll walk you around. And I was like, you know, unless you want me to shit in the urinals, I'm kind of just going to have to hang here for a bit. And he goes, oh, I've got a VIP for you, mate. Come on, to shit in here. And he tried to just get uh. me. <laughs> he tried to get me to go to the disabled toilet. And he's like, I'll stand at the door. And if anyone has a problem, I'll tell them you're disabled. And I went, ah, I'm good, mate. I'll just hang here. No, I did the shit. and The guy did hang did he out, think you were toilet. me? I don't know what he thought. But he, to be fair, gave me some VIP treatment. Either that or he looked at me and went, his shits are going to stink. But when I came out of the toilet, he had a dude there with like, you know, one of those pump, pump cleansers to just go... In the old toilet, and I was yeah. like, "To be fair, felt right as rain after that." And they're hosing
1: down a fucking genocide. It, like, it.
0: it was like, "No, this is a problem. It's a crime scene cleanup." But it was, it was a nice time. many more.
1: So I am dying. To yes,
0: with um, a couple more, and then you, then you're off the hook. <sighs> Let's
1: um, fucking make it a good one, because I mean, I'm, I'm holding it like
0: right. Hold on, a couple more. Uh, Ian Thompson wants to know if I go sea swimming with him at the weekend. No. You know what? Nobody maybe, freak. maybe I will. If it, Val- maybe I will.
1: Voldemort looking fuckerians.
0: Speaking of, of Voldemort looking fuckers, your deck needs to be released from your pants and piss needs <laughs> It to come really out.
1: badly needs. So to. So, William, you can go.
0: Thank you for coming on again. Fucking bit of a heavy episode, but yeah. Well, that's podcasting, isn't it? Fuck that's you. podcasting. We, Up we, the hoods. We talk
1: about what we want. My, mother, I'm yeah. only seeing this camera. I wanted my mustache cut thinner, and I haven't done it. Do yourself a pair trimmer scissors.
0: You know what, mate, if you'd have told me I'd have brought my trends. But it's very kind of thick, forward. isn't it? It's
1: very UDR. Yeah.
0: It is. But I mean, what I would say, don't cut the beard off and just keep the mustache because every Tom Dick can hire his mustache, no, it's like not it gonna it. anymore.
1: I can grow a better mustache than I can grow a beard.
0: Yeah. Well your mustache, you have a good like this is this is how I judge a good mustache. I don't have a lot of space between my nose and my top lip. So when I grow a mustache, it's quite thin. You have a good you have a good thick mustache and it looks good. Mm. See if you're ever cast as an REC man. I could do it. You'll kill it. I could do it. Kill it. Listen it's been a pleasure. Always chatting to you, my friend. Yes, thank Let's you for having for piss, and then we need to get to work. Oh, so. I mean, you're not
1: coming with me for no. the piss, but... No, we are. We're pissing together. Cheerio. I'm the slack guy.